you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. George Floyd's girlfriend in tears. What did he call you? And she kind of broke down and said, he called me mama. And inside the cup food store where it all started. These are all confirmed counterfeit. Then, teens on bicycles on the attack. They even beat an elderly guy. Then, COVID-19 vaccine rashes. You start getting bright red lobster-colored skin. And... An opening day unlike any other in American history. Plus, how clean are hotel couches? You won't believe what we sucked out. The smell is just horrific. Be careful where you sit and house on fire. Wait till you see who they saved. And feeding frenzy over the best sandwich ever mm. in a bucket. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Another emotion-filled day in Minneapolis as the jury in the trial of former police officer Derek Chauvin heard from George Floyd's girlfriend. At times, fighting back tears, she described how they met, his struggle with opioids, and her horror at how he died. Stephen Fabian is in Minneapolis with the latest. George Floyd's girlfriend weeps openly on the witness stand as she talks about their relationship. 45-year-old Courtney Ross said they met when she went to visit the father of her children who lived at a homeless shelter. She was upset, and Floyd, who worked as a security guard, asked if he could pray with her. We've been through so much, my sons and I. This kind person just to come up to me and say, can I pray with you? When I felt alone in this lobby... It was so sweet. <laughs> she said dating George Floyd was an adventure. We went out to eat a lot um, because I love to eat a lot. <laughs> He's a big man and it took, you know, it took a lot of energy to keep him going and he loved food. And so did I. It was, it was fun. It was an adventure always. She told the jury she and Floyd battled drug addiction and that Floyd was hospitalized for five days last March after a heroin overdose. CBS national correspondent Jamie Ukis. I think a lot of people thought that by bringing George Floyd's girlfriend in, Courtney Ross, that she would humanize him. It turns out that the prosecution used her as a way to try to get ahead of what the defense's central argument will be. And their central argument will be that George Floyd died of a drug overdose with underlying health conditions, not the knee to the neck. The jury also saw dramatic video of the desperate efforts by paramedics to save George Floyd's life. The trial is exposing the pressure to spot counterfeit bills placed on young clerks and cashiers who work at stores like Cup Foods. 19-year-old cashier Christopher Martin flagged the counterfeit $20 bill that Floyd used to pay for cigarettes. 
That led to the fatal confrontation with cops. There are millions of dollars in counterfeit money in circulation. Store clerks here at Cup Foods and other mom and pop stores across America risk having to pay out of pocket for any counterfeit bills they accept. And some say that puts an unfair burden on inexperienced young workers. I spoke with the owner of Cup Foods today. Do we tell them as a deterrent, sure that you, you, you identify that they're not counterfeit? And if you don't do that, we're going to make you pay for it. As a deterrent, we've never had an employee have to pay for a counterfeit bill that they've taken. So it, it works. It's a, good, it's a good technique for training. Would you actually make one of your employees pay for the counterfeit No, bill? and we never have before. He showed me a stack of counterfeit bills he's collected that customers tried to use in the past. I'm going to be honest with you. They look real to me. At Cup Foods, the trial is being live streamed inside the store for customers, a gesture by the owners to acknowledge the tragedy that unfolded just a few feet away. Also today, a paramedic took the stand and testified that as they left the scene, the cardiac monitor was showing a flat line, no activity in George Floyd's heart. Now a horrifying attack right in Miami Beach, a man swarmed by teenagers on bicycles who relentlessly beat him. It is just the latest incident of groups of kids on bikes causing trouble. A swarm of teenagers on bikes chase down and brutally attack a man. The victim is punched, kicked, and body slammed into a bush. Then the ruthless attackers stomp on him. Random fist, boom, random fist, boom. So he just started kicking at me. Daniel Cifarelli says he feared for his life. When it's something like that, you don't know, one hit, and you could fall the wrong way, and you can crack your head open and die. Daniel told me he couldn't believe that no one was offering to help him. Everyone is just kind of chuckling and you know it, it was like it was like an entertainment show police got there in minutes but all but one of the bikers got away the beating is the latest in a disturbing trend this elderly man is brutally beaten by kids on electric bikes in newport beach california they punch and knock him to the ground as a good samaritan steps in and pushes the youths away cops say four boys were arrested in this vicious attack can you believe they're just 13 years old the attacks echo that brazen incident in New York City three months ago when a gang of bicyclists pummeled an SUV with a terrified driver and his elderly mother trapped. I just hear her screaming and I think that's what haunts me the most and that's what's going to stick with me the longest is we're going to die, they're going to kill us. The same gang is blamed for another unprovoked attack just minutes before, this time against a taxi driver. Now this. It's turning into the Wild West. Person arrested in the melee in Miami was just 13 years old. As of this morning, 61% of American adults have gotten at least one dose of the COVID vaccine, and most people have no problems whatsoever. But this man suffered a rare skin rash from the shot. And as Megan Alexander reports, doctors say if he hadn't sought medical treatment, the consequences could have been dire. It happened four days after he got the vaccine. I started to break out and these half-inch itchy spots all over. Oh, it was covered in them. Then that spread into uh, huge red patches. 74-year-old Richard Terrell says he never before experienced a rash as nasty as this. It was just stabbing sharp pains as well as itching constantly. Dr. Oz says these types of reactions are very rare. One of the side effects is that your immune system might overreact to the vaccine. And one of the ways it'll show that it's overreacting is to start attacking your skin. It's the biggest organ in the body. If you start getting bright red lobster colored skin, 
You should go see a doctor, period, anyway, but especially if you've had a vaccine. And these three women have also been fully vaccinated, and yet they still contracted the virus. They're known as breakthrough cases. Oh, yeah, it was very shocking. Melanie Rosen from Long Island thought the threat had passed when she got the Moderna vaccine. I just really didn't think about getting it after I got the shot. Yeah, I let my guard down. Hannah and Janice are mother and daughter. They say they also let their guard down. There was five of us in my family, all of which, all but one, were vaccinated um, with our second vaccines back in January. And we all tested positive, like, within a few days of each other. That's the mentality that a lot of people have. They're like, oh, okay, I'm, I got the vaccine, so we have nothing to worry about anymore. And it's just obviously not the case. Up to 5% of people with the mRNA vaccines are going to have symptoms of having had COVID, but they should not have severe symptoms. Uh, those should be exceedingly rare. Today, Pfizer announced that phase three of their vaccine trials confirms its protection lasts at least six months after the second dose. That's longer than previously known. And scientists say that may be a sign that it actually could be effective for a lot longer. Today may be April Fool's Day, but this is no joke. It's opening day for baseball. And after last year's COVID-abbreviated season, the major leagues are planning to play the full 162 games. But thanks to the pandemic, a trip to the ballpark will be a whole lot different. Ann Mercagliano reports. Let's do it. Play ball. America's pastime is back in full swing as Major League Baseball kicks off a new season with a jam-packed day of games across the USA. Go Yankees! Go Yankees! Stadiums are open and fans of all ages are welcome for the first time since 2019, but with COVID precautions in place. It's good to be back, man. Very exciting because I have not been to a sporting event in over a year. Here at Yankee Stadium, every fan is expected to present a negative COVID test or be fully vaccinated before being allowed into the stadium. But at other stadiums across the nation, the rules are different depending on state guidelines. The Yankees are only operating at 20% capacity, about 11,000 fans. In Chicago, the Cubs are filling Wrigley Stadium at 25% capacity. In Detroit, the Tigers are allowing 20% capacity. Across the board, masks are required to be worn at all times, except when eating or drinking. I wanted to see what the opening day experience is all about. So, like all Yankee ticket holders, I had to get my temperature checked at the gate, then went on in. In the stands, fans are seated in pods separated by empty seats. The concession stands are also open for business, but there are no food vendors walking up and down the aisles. Here we are inside Yankee Stadium. Fans are so excited to be here. There were COVID safety signs throughout the stadium. It's definitely time to batter up. And we are underway. And another sign of life of returning to normal, the movie Godzilla versus Kong brought in $9.6 million on Wednesday's opening night. That makes it the best debut for any movie released during the pandemic. Not that there's been that much competition. Now some dramatic body cam footage of first responders arriving at a house fire. They had to smash a glass front door, desperately trying to rescue whoever is trapped inside. A house is engulfed in flames. I 
see a fire, black smoke, and I saw flames before. First responders arrive and fear the worst. Can I open that door? A deputy makes an emergency escape route by smashing in the glass door with his baton. At first, no one emerges. You can see thick smoke billowing out. Suddenly, it's a terrified pooch, her fur covered in soot. Sheriff's Deputy Jonathan Jekovich of Flagler County, Florida, rushed to the scene. He knew there was a dog trapped inside. Come on, buddy. The dog's name is Amber. These neighbors looked after her until her owners returned from shopping. They were definitely happy to get their dog back, especially after losing everything in their home. Just look at the destruction. But thanks to the deputy, at least Amber got out alive. There was also a cat named Boots inside the home that also escaped, but Boots ran away. It's still missing. With air travel at levels not seen since the pandemic began, there's a chance that there might be a trip in your future. And if that includes a hotel stay, you'd like to believe that these days everything is incredibly clean. And it's not just the beds and the drinking glasses to think about. It's the couches and the chairs. And after you see what we found, you'll probably be careful where you sit. This fancy hotel suite sure looks nice and clean. It's at the Hyatt Regency on Long Island. But what about that couch? We asked professional steam cleaner Jesse Fudrini of Concept Cleaning to find out. Fudrini gave it a thorough cleaning. Let's see what we found. Oh, wow, look at that. This is what came out. This couch is really dirty. Uh, you can actually see particles in it. The smell is just horrific. Would the chair be any better? This is actually extremely dirty as well. This is a very nice hotel, so it, 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 it does surprise me a bit. Next up, the Long Island Hilton and this beautiful suite. Fujini steam cleaned the couch, and this is what he found. This was not a clean couch, unfortunately. And the chair? It was filthy. This water tells me that not only the surface was dirty, but the insides were dirty. A lot of soil, a lot of crumbs, very dirty. And look what we also found, a dirty slipper and cup left on the floor and behind the bed, an inflatable toy, and more dirt. The attention to detail needs a lot of work. Finally, the presidential suite at the Holiday Inn in Plainview, New York. Would it be clean enough for a president? Not the chair. This is incredible. This may be the dirtiest one out of the three locations. You can see the particles, crumbs of food. This is surprisingly dirtier than I could have imagined. And the ottoman was even worse. This is dirty. People are putting their bare feet on this. All the hotels told us that cleanliness is one of their highest priorities. They say they have procedures in place to ensure that the rooms are sanitized. And they said they were concerned by our findings and would address the issues. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next, trial on TV. Could gavel-to-gavel -gavel coverage affect the verdict? I think cameras represent total transparency. And feeding frenzy over the best sandwich ever mm. in a bucket? Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. We'll be right back. It's 3 o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. 
all of my mochi's fabulous flavors like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free indulgent experience. Each box of my mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Does this bottled water have special powers? Next Inside Edition. My heart rate was off the charts. I felt electricity. These people say it made them sick. By a show of hands, how many of you got sick? Then, vaccines at home. How they're giving out COVID-19 shots right in your own living room. That's it. That's it. Watch the next Inside Edition. The death of George Floyd sparked nationwide protests, so it's not surprising that for the first time in Minnesota history, cameras have been allowed inside the trial of former officer Derek Chauvin. How might that affect the outcome of the case, or will it? Jim Murray looks at previous high-profile cases for some clues. <laughs> the live coverage of the trial of ex-cop Derek Chauvin is laying bare the pain of all those affected by the death of George Floyd. But what impact do the cameras have on their testimony? I think cameras represent total transparency. Ashley Banfield, host of Banfield on the cable channel News Nation, has been covering landmark trials for three decades. Do you think that cameras put more pressure on the witnesses or the lawyers to perform? I think in the very beginning, I think once the trial gets going, everyone gets into work mode. It's scary being on a witness stand, whether there's a camera there or not. But the judges do their level best to try to make it as um, obscure as possible. She says in her experience, the cameras have more impact outside the courtroom. If America wants to be attentive and really look at all the facts, they may come out with a different opinion about this case. People need to see it. Beth Karras has had a front row seat for many of TV's most iconic courtroom moments. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. OJ at his murder trial putting on the leather glove. He's struggling to put that on over his hand. It's like, oh, we'll never forget that. We, the jury, find the defendant not guilty. We all remember Casey Anthony's verdict, right? I mean, I was in the courtroom and I just sat back, took a deep exhale because I, I couldn't believe she was acquitted of all charges, not just murder, but all charges. She says uh, in a case as polarizing as the death of George Floyd, the nation needs a camera in the courtroom. It was the right decision to allow a camera because I, this was such a huge incident. It affected so many people in their hearts, in their souls. They needed to see this evidence. Transparency is the best policy. It may not be perfect, but I think it's the better alternative. <laughs> the decision to let cameras inside the courtroom in Minneapolis has not been without controversy. The Minnesota Attorney General argued that it could lead to witness intimidation, but the judge refused to reverse the decision. Back with more Inside Edition after this. Still to come. Feeding frenzy over the best sandwich ever mm. in a bucket? Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. 
Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. With so many restaurants closing around the country because of the COVID pandemic, you have to go to great lengths to serve up food. So one entrepreneur is serving her own special breakfast sandwich in a very creative way. People are lining up to buy one. You've never seen breakfast delivered like this in a red bucket lowered from a fire escape four stories up. Inside the brown paper bag, a gooey sandwich that folks are going nuts for in Los Angeles, including Halle Berry. If you want the best breakfast sandwich in all of Los Angeles, come check out Calabama. When COVID hit, restaurants closed, and chef Kara Haltwanger knew she had to make ends meet. After we got shut down, I was just talking to my brother, and I was like, do you think this is the dumbest idea if we... Just try this from my fire escape, and he said only one way to find out. The Calabama breakfast sandwich is made in Kara's kitchen. Just bacon, egg, cheese, really grilled onions, avocado, and then it's on like an aioli, aioli white bread with like garlicky mayonnaise. You dip it in her homemade hot sauce, and it's so good, some folks can't even wait to get home. Ordering one of her $13 sandwiches is as difficult as getting a table at a popular restaurant on Valentine's Day. For the Sunday's bucket drop, you have to put in your order on Thursday on her Instagram page. She turned a bucket into a business. (laughs) Way to show up in a pandemic. Love, love, love. You do got to love that. Kara says every weekend she sells about 50 of those sandwiches in just three hours. Good for her. When we come back, a dolphin stampede. Finally today, check out this incredible scene off Dana Point in California. A sightseeing boat filled with tourists comes across a megapod of dolphins jumping out of the water at a high rate of speed. This is called a dolphin stampede. It turns out dolphins actually go faster in the air, which helps them outrun hungry predators. Whatever the reason, it is certainly a beautiful sight to see. And that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you again next time. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcast starting May 8th. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts starting May 1st.